0: shut up shut up shut up no shut up Ned you are a redneck you drive a redneck trunk no you get a GPS Yuri dump get my bags get my bags that's that my shoes I want you to <laughs> that is Scott Steiner
1: I'm Justin Jer- Jersey number 14. I'm Corey Jersey number 72 anytime you can you read that just like Scott Steiner as well I don't know if that's what you were going for <laughs> But goddamn, if I wasn't here with you, it, it, you had him pegged. That was spot on, man. So we are here with another uh, team-specific episode. Me as Salty Philly Guy, I'm a little bummed out that they're uh, both the ones we've done so far are New York teams, but I'm going to have to fucking get over it because today we are talking one of Justin teams. We are going with the New York Mets, and we've got a guest. Ladies and gentlemen, he's, he's not just a
0: guest. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a comic book writer. He is a high-quality dad. He is a it's wonderful real. husband. He it's is real. a dear friend of mine. Ladies right. and gentlemen, joining the program to talk Mets with us is the one and only Bob France.
2: See, when you, me, and Justin enter a room, you got a 33% chance of winning. <laughs> then your, your chance of winning, drastic, go down! See? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the Steiner match. There,
2: there, there's a YouTube video of it's like 22 minutes long of just Scott Steiner clips. Oh man! And they just kind of put them all together, starting in WCW and go all the way through his run at TNA. And I can just sit there and watch that thing for hours on end and just giggle hysterically because there's ones that you forget about. Mm-hmm. Right? Because. I, mean, I come from a highly educated <laughs> university. If <you> to <laughs> <here to> <laughs> white trash, I gotta dumb myself down. That's one of my favorite ones. And you see, American white trash is up here, and Canadian white trash is way down here. So, Christian Cage, how does it feel being the lowest form of homeostampede there is? <laughs> it's
3: wonderful. I love
2: Scott Steiner.
0: He is kind yes. of the best at being awful on the <laughs> yeah, mic. Yeah, no,
2: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, I mean, there's something to be said about being good at being awful. Look at Alfredo Torres. Like oh, whole oh shit. It,
0: you know? <laughs> oh, 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 shit. We love no, you, Lorenzo. Not even here to
2: defend himself. I know. How yeah. was that kiss uh deprogrammed, by the way? That must have been awful.
0: No, the the show itself <laughs> was fun. Like kiss I
2: Kiss sucks so <laughs> much. Oh my god, they're the worst. They're
0: not
1: good, man. <laughs> no. they're not.
2: It's like I, I keep telling Mike and Torres, the ratio from good kiss songs to bad kiss songs is like one to 15 for every good kiss song. There's like 15 bad ones. That's a lot of bad songs.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of shit in there.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, the good news is it was a please explain. So I, I didn't have to comb through their, their discography. They did. They, they brought the songs that they thought were worthy to me. And then we, we combed it out from there. So, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a handful that I truly enjoyed and, and, I'll I'll save it because it comes out Thursday. If you're really interested uh, in listening to us talk about Kiss, deprogrammed. You
2: guys, you guys did. I was supposed to come on the Huey Lewis one, but I forgot. <laughs> my schedule gets busy, yes sir. Um, Especially on Sunday. Sundays is always very busy for me for some reason. But um, uh, um, I want a new drug is a good one. You know yes. what? I would not put harder rock and roll on my list.
0: Interesting. I think we had that one, didn't we, Corey? I want to reason- say we did. I
1: think I we want, did.
2: The reason why I say that is because Billy Joel's Still Rock and Roll to me is a similar song mm, in tone, but a right. better song.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's Look,
0: valid. Yeah. No, if somebody would have brought that that argument to the table, i get it. Yeah.
2: You know? Same song, because they're both, like, there was a lot of songs around that time about, like, oh, man, disco's all cool and shit, people like all that stuff, but rock and roll's pretty awesome. Like, there's billy joel there's huey lewis i guess you could even say um
1: seager uh, the bob
2: the bob seager song yeah Just rock t- and roll yeah that's yeah, the same song it's yep. the same song <laughs> and out of those three songs the huey lewis version worst
0: one. Oh, that's interesting i don't know yeah. that i agree but uh look man I, i'll never argue against billy joel right. because because the,
1: no, the
2: thing is the weird part is i hate billy joel but like the, his <laughs> His rock and roll song is good is better than Huey Lewis's rock and roll song is good. Bob Seger's rock and roll song is good is the best of the three in my opinion.
0: Interesting. See, I I'm not a, I'm not huge on the on the Seger, so but that's a very interesting take.
1: I love that we're starting. I was just say I love, and I'm a Seeger guy. Too. I like all three, really. I don't know power rankings off the top of my head where I'd go, but I love that we're starting off with hot takes. <laughs> yes, I love that we're starting I mean, off with hot takes, man.
2: I don't know if you know what I. Your name's Corey, yes. Yes, have we met Corey.
1: I do not believe we have, but as far all as right. I'm concerned, now we're we're still pals.
2: All right. So what I'm saying, Corey, is I don't know if you heard this about me, but I'm like Mr. Hot Take. Like you just be around me for. <laughs> And I could just drop hot takes all day. Like, oh, you know, let's just do it. And just let's just do like, it.
1: These, these <laughs> are hot
2: takes. I mean, I just gave you like three of them. What do you want? I know, me? right?
1: God damn, We're, we're sizzling. <laughs> I know. This is like a, fla- you know, when you're in like a, a Mexican restaurant and they bring you the, the, the plate fajitas. of fajitas. Yeah, yes, that's, that's what so, that's is. I
2: do, So I'm like, I mean, <laughs> all the hot takes, all hot takes all day. Damn
0: back right. in the day, I wasn't sure if you guys knew this, but back in the day, we used to call Freshy sizzle. Just, it, it sorry, fits I got, hot, I got the takes sorry. it fits <laughs> Bob Sizzle France I got the takes <laughs> so I, mean, I got the
2: takes you need a hot take I'm your dude and I apologize for my cadence it's not normally like this I've been I I recently purchased Peacock so I could watch the Premier League because they put the Premier League on the Peacock, the NBC streaming. And Stephanie and I, my wife, have been watching uh, Thirty Rock nonstop. So I have this weird Tracy Morgan thing going <laughs> right now that I not really <laughs> Yeah, so could I'm, be worse. I just I love him, Liz Lemon. <laughs> walking around the house calling my wife Liz Lemon for. Reasons, so
0: could be him. worse. You could be doing Jay Moore's Tracy Morgan, which is great, by the way. But like, yeah, I like.
2: Is he? Does he still do his podcast?
0: Uh, so rarely like I, I miss it. It's so rare nowadays.
2: Yeah, that more stories was such a good show, but we're not here to talk about that. Let's talk about the New York Metropolitans.
0: <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> so so walk us through it before we like get into like gear specific as far as i know and you know i don't i don't know your entire life story friend uh but that's weird i
2: thought you would how do you how have you not heard it
0: <laughs> but i mean i i know that i know a lot about you because i was there for a lot of it but uh Unfortunately, yes <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i am unfamiliar as far as i know you were born and raised in virginia beach no that's
3: right
2: so I was born and raised in virginia beach virginia i lived most of my formative years in Virginia Beach, Virginia, forty-nine oh five Fountain Hall Drive. You understand that's the address <laughs> that I grew up at in Virginia Beach, Virginia. It's a lovely home. People, give um, me- yeah. Um, I grew up in Virginia Beach. My parents are both from New York. My ah. mom and dad are from Queens. Um, okay. My dad, in my formative years, when like you start to form your alliances to teams, right? Mm-hmm. My dad liked the Giants of New York. He liked the Mets of New York. And then he liked the Islanders of New York. So he liked Hmm. all New York teams. So I, being a a loyal son to my father, God rest his soul, also enjoyed those sports teams. I was a Giant fan. I was a a Mets fan and an Islander fan, okay?
3: Mm -hmm. Little did I
2: know that my dad was a Fairweather fan.
0: Oh, Oh, shit. And I didn't realize
2: this until later in life because when I was like... I don't know, maybe in the eighth grade, I really wanted a New York Giants jacket, like a parka. Not the not the satin one, because I had a satin one and that got stolen. The starter kit. It got stolen. I got it back from this kid named Tony for five bucks. He was in my science class. He got my <laughs> jacket back. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I really wanted a Giants one, right? And my dad was a notoriously cheap dude. Like he would just find bargains. And just roll with it. So he would find, he would go to the Navy commissary, which is a place where notoriously cheap dudes reside, <laughs> and that's how they live <laughs> their existence. And like, and he would just get like white kicks. And be like, these these Reeboks were twelve bucks. They're fresh. I'm like, no, nah, dad, those things are white. And he's like, no, nah, these things are dope. So <laughs> I wanted I wanted a New York Giants parka. That was all the rage. And for Christmas he went to the navy exchange because the navy exchange did sell starter stuff but there was no rhyme nor reason to the brands that they sold the the teams that they sold you would just find things so, on Christmas Day, I opened up a, a package, a parcel, if you will, for mine, and, and it was a starter coat, and it was fresh, but it was a Buffalo Bills
3: one. Oh, and man. And I said,
2: I don't want this. This is the Buffalo Bills jacket. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> a Giants fan. And he looked at me with a straight face on Christmas morning and said, it's the same colors. I don't understand. <laughs> and, so, and, so, and I was like, but it's the Bills. I'm a giant fan. He's like, it's the same colors, and it was $35. <laughs> i'll keep it so he wore <laughs> so he wore the uh he wore the buffalo bills jacket oh my god cl- kind of claim buffalo um and then he was a buffalo bills fan for a little while then he was a jets fan because Parcells.
3: Uh, yeah um, he was
2: a bill Parcells guy and then i think um he, i don't i can't remember when Parcells went to dallas because my old man passed away in 2000 but if he was alive then my dad probably would have been uh a, a cowboy fan he followed parcells around but my, long long story short um my dad was a mets fan when i was a kid the norfolk the tidewater tide at the time played near the airport so i used to go to tidewater tides games to see a lot of these guys coming up and um wor which was channel nine in new york was on in norfolk for some reason i don't know why but like the superstation <laughs> was on tbs Um, WGN was on, and, uh, WOR, and the Mets used to be on WOR, and the games used to be called by Ralph Kiner, the former great, major league great, uh, who played outfield for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think he was the first baseman. I don't know. But, um... It was Kiner and Tim McCarver who can suck it.
1: Tim (laughs) McCarver, dude. uh, Yeah, fuck that guy. Tim McCarver
2: is the fucking worst. Um, (laughs) But growing up, I didn't know any better. And I liked Tim McCarver because he was my guy because he was the Mets announcer. But then as I grew up and realized that he's a giant turd sandwich, um, (laughs) Tim McCarver can fucking suck it. So, yeah, so that's how I became a Mets fan. And if I would have known... Then what I know now, I'd uh not done this at all and I would have I would have foregone my allegiance to this bunch of dipshit losers that break my heart at every opportunity.
0: See, Corey, it's not just me. It is not just
2: me. No, I know, I know. Fucking Mets. Like we had one good break in eighty six, I was what nine years old i thought the mets would win the world series every year for the rest of my life because they were that good they were that dominant they should and have then they won. just fell apart yeah. like in 88 they played the dodgers who were awful they ran into nerdy oral hersheiser <laughs> and, and they got fucking smoked in 99 they made the playoffs and they won that that game in cincinnati against the reds the playoff game the nl wildcard playoff game And they won that series and then they won the next series and then they played the, the braves in the NLCS and they can made this big comeback and we thought they were going to win. And Kenny Rogers walked in a winning run on a three, two count, like a fucking moron. What that- <laughs> I, say to this, I say to this day, the three one pitch was a ball. He threw a curveball three one. I think it was like Andrew Jones or something, and Jones didn't swing, and it was a ball. But the referee, the ump didn't want to end the game that way, so he was like strike.
3: And then he comes <laughs> back and throws the same pitch in the same
2: spot. Walked in the game winning run. I was so mad.
0: But isn't that like the most most Mets thing ever though? Like no, just giving away it runs. Gets worse,
2: Hulkster. It gets worse. <laughs> because what? In two thousand and six, in Game Seven oh, at Shea Stadium, God. Indy Chavez makes what could be the greatest catch in the history of playoff baseball only for the Mets to lose in the t- to give up a home run in the top of the ninth inning. Aaron Heilman gave up that home run to Yadier Molina. And then, no, that's not bad enough. The Mets load the bases in the bottom of the ninth. And Carlos Beltron strikes out on three pitches. Strikes out the, looking. On the, on the third, not swinging. <laughs> strikes looking out looking. From Adam Wainwright. Strikes yes, out it looking. It gets, <laughs> it
3: gets
2: worse. It gets worse. Because that, that catch Indy Chavez made at this point is just like, oh, big deal. Like, that was cool. We yeah. still lost. Like, that's, my, that's my, my feeling as a Met fan. Oh, that's cool. We still lost. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> Met's Twitter will pop up. Like, do you remember where were you the day Indy Chavez made this catch? And they'll show the catch. And I'll just go, big fucking deal. We still lost. I know, and,
1: right?
0: I think... And then
2: to make matters worse. 2007 choke away a nine game mm. what was it you know philly fan Yep. um it, it was what like seven games with 15 left we choked that away yep. next year yep. 2008 same thing we yep. did the choke, same choke, thing. Choke.
1: Yep. yep that was our world series year
2: yeah no yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say christ i guess it's not so bad being a phillies fan now
2: oh it's, it's you have me just-
1: convinced It's
2: just like years and years of frustration and, and, and terribleness that just continues to overflow. We have the, well, not anymore. We have the worst owners in sports in American professional sports, because there's a lot of like British soccer teams that are run way worse than the Mets, believe it or not, which is hard to imagine. (laughs) And then like, what happens 2015, the Mets clinch the division here in Cincinnati. I'm at that game. I'm in the celebration. I see it all. We have a team that comes out of nowhere. Yoanis uh, Espinosa has the three months of his life. We Daniel Murphy hits like a thousand home oh, runs. That yes. home. <laughs> and then we we fucking blow it.
0: Well, he he him specifically, Murphy He's went. He went if he silent. Were,
2: if Daniel Murphy were here right now, I would punch him in the face, dude. Yes, <laughs> as hard
0: as I could. Yes, because he. So he has again the the run towards the end of the season, like he was on fire in the playoffs, and I'm great. like, oh my god, this is gonna happen, and he goes silent in the series, just completely well, I mean, the
2: silent. World series is. I mean, it's not even so much that. Um, it's just like game i mean i didn't even talk about the subway series because that's a whole other fucking shit show but i mean like <laughs> they shouldn't
0: have been there that year
2: no i mean that was bobby the v coached him up of bobby valentine yeah bobby valentine took a team that was mike piazza and a bunch of dudes yeah. <laughs> <and got> us <laughs> to the world series and what was it game one if uh if if, if stupid face um uh, I can picture his dumb face now. Number forty-nine. Uh, uh, Benitez. Armando Benitez. A, yeah. If Armando Benitez closes out game one. It's a whole different series, fucking but Benitez. he fucking choked it away because he sucks. Because the Mets have chronically had terrible closers. Always and to come back to two thousand and fifteen. What? Uh, uh, Jerry's Familia blew three saves. Who's still a Met, by
0: the way. Huh? <laughs> He's still a Met, by the way. Because
2: that's that's how smart our owners are. Like, yeah, let's bring that guy back. He. He loses. He blows three saves in the World Series. And the funny part is, the Mets managed to find a worst closer in Edwin Diaz, who pitched like <laughs> fucking gasoline on fire. Bring the- out gas
0: yeah, bringing <laughs> out the gas can. Yeah, bringing out the gas can. Yeah. I mean, like,
2: only us. Only well, the worst. And we have the best uniforms so- in professional sports, <clears throat> but we are the worst run bad luck team in the world. There's no other way around it. We have guys... I'm just ranting and raving like the lunatic, but I've,
3: I've, I've wanted to do this for so
2: long. We have guys that'll get hurt, and you never see them again. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, like the list is is countless. But I mean, the one that comes right to the top of my head, my sister and I, because my sister's also a big Matt fan. We joke about Jed Lowry. Whoa, we signed, dude! We signed Jed Lowry <laughs> for two years, twenty million dollars. Guy never played a game. I think he had, <laughs> I think he had four at bats. Oh. Four.
0: He had four at bats. Well worth the twenty mil. Yeah, right. I mean, come on
2: man they're just clowns and then what do we do we trade our farm system for fucking i can swear i imagine yeah for stupid robinson cano who's like 38 years oh, old come yeah. on buddy we're just a bunch of idiots yeah we deserve everything we get <laughs> but yeah no, uh, we're, just, the, we're the worst we're the worst the worst eight teams could make the playoffs this year we've got the best pitcher in baseball by a mile easily and we can't put anything around him we can't do anything
0: it's insane, and I mean, I m- suck. I only managed to sit down and watch one. <laughs> I hate fo- him,
2: and I swear to God, if Daniel Murphy was here, I would punch him square in the face. Because in the 2015 World Series, my wife, is my witness, she's sleeping comfortably in our bed, and I'm watching that game, and Daniel Murphy boots that ball in Game Five which essentially loses us the World Series ice cream. You motherfucker, Murphy, you fucked us. And my wife comes out of the bedroom and she's like, she says, are you okay? And I say, and I say no, 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 I'm not. And I just, in my pajamas and my Met sweatshirt, I just walked around the neighborhood in the rain. It was like a sad R&B song.
0: Well, it's it's like, it's it's not bad enough his bat went silent. Like, cause he was but on- then he
2: just forgot how to play defense. And... But it's our own fault because why can't we get guys that play that position the Mets are famous for that. Like, oh, he plays shortstop, stick him in the outfield. That was the first base. He <laughs> play left field. Like, no, dude. If you want to maximize your potential as a team, put guys in the positions that they've played their whole lives. What, he came up a first baseman? Play him at first base. You have too many first basemen? Trade one of them for a third baseman. Because we don't have one of those. It's They're so stupid. Or
0: sign Mo Vaughn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that was real dumb. But at least back then they were trying. Like, yeah. I mean, Mo Vaughn was the MVP. I mean, he, he was older, yeah, but at least they were doing something. Like, people, oh, they got Roberto Alomar. Roberto Alomar was one of the best players in the game. He just put on a mess uniform and forgot how to play the sport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, and then like there was he got AIDS or some shit. That was the crazy runner, If you guys remember that, like, barely. But like, yes. It's just stupid. Like that's what happens. David Wright's the best player in baseball. Gets hit in the head by uh by Madison Baumgartner. Then he proceeds to slowly fall apart over the next six years i know right
0: jesus first, like...
2: ba- first ballot hall of famer that guy was a surefire first ballot hall of famer he was probably on the level of like mike schmidt george brett third baseman guys unbelievable ball player got hit in the head with the fastball life is over
0: yep Yep. then and,
2: every year after that it's like well we don't need a third baseman because david wright's gonna come back are you out of your fucking mind the guy's played like
0: he's 15
2: at bats in six years what are you doing <laughs> <idiots>. <laughs> I said, they just oh man the mets just fired me up more than anything well and,
0: and just one last thing <laughs> be- before we move on to that to the uniforms is like i, I think about especially like uh 20, <sighs> 2014 2015 on like we had a we the Mets had a a really good rotation, a, a really yeah. solid starting rotation that would go deep into games like six, yeah. seven, eight innings. And then the gas cans come out like what? <laughs> what is with the middle relief? What is going there on?
2: Are, <laughs> they're just they're just a poorly run organization. That's I mean, that's what it boils down to it. I mean, like you look at baseball now. And I mean, like Sandy Alderson came in and I believe Sandy was there. I think major league baseball stuck him there because the Mets were such a poorly run organization. Because if you look at it, the owners of the New York Mets, uh, uh the Wilpons, they're broke. They're broke as fuck. Mm. Um, the, uh, Bernie Madoff took them for like $300 million. Um, So they have no money. Like, they're just essentially broke rich guys. We are run by the poorest rich man in the (laughs) whole wide world, which is just pathetic and sad. But the thing is, it happened to the Dodgers as well because Frank McCourt owned the Dodgers Mm -hmm. for the long time, and he had that messy divorce. And Bud Selig came in and said, no, 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 we can't run this organization this way. This is one of our premier organizations. You're gone. So they bring in Magic Johnson and a bunch of rich dudes, and now the Dodgers are the perennial, like, playoff team team. God, They're, I hate they, them. They trade for everybody. They get yep. everybody. Um, but the Mets had the same issue. But since, I know I'm way in the weeds here, but um, the Will Ponds, the owners of the New York Metro the majority owners, and uh, Bud Selig were tight. They're tight bros from way back when. So Selig just kept floating the Mets' money and wouldn't make them sell the team.
3: Uh-huh. But
2: now it's finally to the point where Steve Cohen's coming in to buy them and good for us because he was supposed to buy them. I think last November before all this stuff happened and the Wilpons wouldn't sell. Um, and now they're selling and they lost like $500 million because of the COVID thing. So fuck you guys. and uh, <laughs> Good riddance. You dickheads.
0: They, they need to fuck off. But there is one thing <laughs> that this, that this franchise does really, really well and consistently well. And that's their uniforms.
2: Oh yeah, the Mets uniforms are the premier, the premier uniforms in North American sports.
0: I bar none. I honestly like look, I know there's like Homer in me because I'm a huge fan, but man, like I can't I can't argue with you. I mean, even their worst ones are are some of my favorite. So if if I were to to give you a choice, which which uniforms are your absolute favorite Mets uniforms?
2: Of the gray away
0: the gray
1: ways there like, it is there's just...
2: nothing there is nothing better than that gray away New York Mets jersey I own one it's in my house somewhere but unfortunately I made the mistake of buying a Doug Minkiewicz jersey oh um, oh shit Doug oh. played for the Minnesota Twins for the majority of his career mm-hmm. uh, yep. I was really excited because I need I thought the Mets needed like a really kind of good contact hitter um uh, defensive first baseman and they went out and they signed Doug Minkiewicz and I was like dude he's awesome like this is like bringing Keith Hernandez in and then <laughs> the next year they brought in Delgado which was much much better um because I mean Delgado helped us to a, almost a world series but yeah it's the way of the Mets almost a world series <laughs> almost <laughs> um so but yeah I have a I have a the road gray Doug Minkiewicz jersey that thing is fucking dope it is it's the best jersey in sports um, again north american sports
0: i it's amazing i have that same the the same away only mine has my name and number on it because i'm a (laughs) noise but that's
2: the smart money you can't mess that up because you're never going to get traded
0: yeah (laughs) that's true that's true so and uh, well let let me ask you this because this is where i'm at as much misery as the mets have put me through and there's so much so fucking much of it (laughs) so much uh as a matter of fact i think you and i commiserated on that night in 2006, because if it, it the series was happening during one, I went on a bar crawl with the Mike and Bob show. It and was
2: um, yeah, I believe that was the World Series though. I think the no, that was game. Um, I want to say that was game three. Okay. That Tom, I think Tom Glavin pitched that Goddamn. game.
1: Goddamn. Lost. Jesus, Fucking Glavin.
0: Glavin. Yes. Fuck, man. Yeah. 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 But regardless, uh, I would rather give up baseball than give up the Mets. As much as they put me through, I would rather give up baseball than the Mets.
2: I see that. I mean, you know, being a Met fan, it's kind of. I mean, it's terrible, um, <laughs> but it's 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 fun too, though. Like it's it's enjoyable. We have. I don't know if you have the baseball package. Um, if you have access to SNY, which is the network the Mets are on. But I mean, the New York Mets have, by far and away, the best the best team in baseball with Gary Cohen, Keith Hernandez, and uh, Ron Darling. I mean, they have been so bad for so long that those three dudes that do the game, they're an excuse to watch. Because normally, if you're a Mets fan, you're going to watch when DeGrom pitches, and that's kind of about it. But like, (laughs) If you go, if you're gonna watch the Mets consistently, like those three dudes do, such a great job of keeping me entertained as a fan that like I just watch for them.
1: I the the, the money you spend on the baseball package really you can't go wrong because I've got it as well and it it's it's among the best money you'll ever spend simply because you just you get so many because baseball season is as long as a fucking pregnancy is.
2: That's yeah, wonderful. <laughs> if,
1: I know I know. It now if I on the flip side here. If because I Justin and I had talked off here a couple weeks ago, and as a Phillies fan, I even said, "Man, you know, you guys have, you have fucking great gear, man. Always oh, love the, the gear. It's the best. If if you were to, if I'm gonna give you an option, give me give me your worst. What do you fucking hate the most? Where do you go?
2: As baseball jerseys go,
1: yeah. If you're a Met, just from among the Mets' wardrobe, what's your least favorite? What do oh, you hate probably, the most? Uh, Get that probably out of here. The black,
2: the black that was popular in like the what that 2016 they wore the black tops and the white pants it was just a bad look um they had the black caps as well i liked the black caps with the blue brim that was probably i would say early 2000s they had the black cap with the blue button on top as a matter of fact um, i
0: think we went to the series in those yeah
2: yeah yeah Piazza. I, I think that was in 90, it was in 2000 yeah um but then they switched to like an all black cap which i didn't care for um Because the Mets colors, I mean, the reason why they work is because they're so, I mean, it's baseball. Like it's, that's everything baseball is. The yellow, I mean, excuse me, the orange is from the New York Giants who left and went to San Francisco. The blue is the Dodger blue. It's a little different because it's a royal blue, but it's the blue symbolizing the Dodgers who also left. And they use the pinstripes for the Yankees. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's the best of everything put together in one jersey. Like it is so great and that gray the the way the blue and the and the orange pop off that road gray it's just it's perfection and the mets have the best caps in baseball like you can't mess with that blue met hat like oh, it's the, the blue best. ones
0: are the best i know
2: the yankee fans will say the yankee hat the blue and white but that mets blue is so good and just so wonderful oh, it's the best like that it just it pops
0: so i i don't have the big as big of a problem with the the alternate black ones that we had as a matter of fact i have a robin ventura one so that's
1: funny i don't i don't
0: hate them too much but let me ask you about these because i've come around on these to not liking them the the 86 series like the the strawberries the the pullovers with the big stripes on the top how do you feel oh, yeah, about those
2: I, I mean i have a gary carter jersey with that like gary I love that. It kid. <laughs> yeah it's it's great gary carter dudes i have that jersey it's a great jersey like well, because it's it's not buttoned up because they they didn't have buttoned up jerseys at that time. They were all pullovers. I hate but the pullovers. I, mean, I think it's great. <laughs> I love the big bracing stripe down the side. <laughs> oh, man, those, those are great jerseys, and that's the jersey they that that's the jersey they had when I was a kid. And like even those jerseys, the gray ones for that, because um, it said New York and cursive on it. Yeah, yeah see, because like the, the gray pullover with New York and cursive was a good look.
0: Yeah, I like the the ways. But I, so I, so just, I'm i not a big fan of the pullovers in general. Like, the-
2: Yeah, I mean, the pullover is a tough look to pull off, but at least we never made the mistake of, like, going with this dumb sleeveless jersey. <laughs> yeah, shirt you had man. To wear every, that was stupid. <laughs> right. But, I mean, um, the black jersey I'm not a fan of, and the, to this day they still... Wear that blue, that royal blue with the orange lettering. Not a fan of that either.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at some of they, those.
2: They wear they wear those now some days, and I'm like, no, not a fan. We'll speak. Especially... Like, I remember, I remember for a while they even had the the home jerseys because I have a John Franco jersey. It's the first jersey I ever bought. It's fucking huge because I didn't know how to, I didn't know what size of jersey it was because <laughs> they're fifty fours and shit. Yeah, I have this giant John Franco jersey that didn't have the name on the back. This was from 99. Oh, yeah. it's, I a, that. it's a home Jersey with no name on the back and no stripes. It's like bizarro Met Jersey, but man, it was cool.
0: No, I like the, as a matter of fact, we did it. Um, we did our favorite faith team, faith gear. And I picked those, the series, now the ones that I picked actually had the names on them, but the yeah. the 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 um the home whites without the stripes. I I always thought that was just a clean look. I love the pinstripes. I've I've come way around on the pinstripes. Like they're great, but the the ones without the stripes, just the flat whites. Yeah, it just it's a clean look. I just love <laughs> the way those things look.
2: No, it's a good look, but I mean, when I think of the Mets, I think of the pinstripe whites because when I was a kid, that's what they wore. They wore white pinstripes at home, you know.
0: So, if okay, if you could get a jersey of any Met in history that you don't have, who's it gonna be? Oh, well, you... I
2: don't know. I, I hate so many of them. It's so hard <laughs> to say. Um, if I could get any Met, I have, I have a John Franco. I I have. Uh, I guess my answer. You know what? My answer up until like two thousand and. 17 i guess it would be jose Reyes, but then he beat his wife so yeah, he's out yeah um so i guess i'd have to go david wright or, or piazza because i already have i have a i have a tom Seaver jersey that's pretty fresh yeah um so i guess i'd have to say god rest his soul i guess i'd yep. have to say mike piazza or um or david wright because i mean like those are the two guys. I mean, they could. I could get one like a Keith Hernandez jersey would be cool. Um, Bobby Ojeda would be a sweet Jersey. Cause I love Bob Ojeda. Sid Fernandez would be a good one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess it'd have to be Piazza or right. I know that's very much like a, like a, a, a Homer answer, but man, I love those dudes. Like I love Mike Piazza. He made us good. I know. He, right? carried, <laughs> he carried us to that world series. Yeah. How he didn't win an MVP is beyond me. That guy was so dominant. And like, there were just games where we looked like shit, but Mike Piazza would hit a home run and we'd win somehow. Like he, <laughs> he was—he was the perfect guy for that town. Like he loved, and I'm so happy that he went in to the Hall of Fame as a New York Met. But like that, or maybe I guess Jacob DeGrom. I like DeGrom. Um, I don't know, man. It's tough.
3: It's tough.
0: I so I always like picking like a bench guy. Uh, okay. So like a Joe McEwing, 37. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I thought having...
2: Joe McEwen was 47, wasn't he? Oh, maybe he? after maybe you're after right. After Glavin left, I think he wore 47.
0: Maybe you're right. I for some do, reason I have it locked in as, as 37, but you might. Do, be you know right.
2: do you know whose jersey I wouldn't get? Because I hate his guts. Um <laughs> is Aaron Heilman. Do you remember Aaron Oh, <laughs> Jesus. He was the
0: he was the original gas can. Aaron uh, Gascan he, Heilman. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, he, would, he gave up the home run to Yadier Bolita. Um yeah. he wore those. He wore those really tight pants, like mm-hmm. those really, really tight pants. He wore number 50, um, which sucks because 50 was also what Betty Agbayani wore yep.
3: 50. Yeah.
2: Um, Sid Fernandez wore 50. But yeah, Aaron Heilman wore number 50. And Ugh. my sister, God, oh, she's still alive. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, my, but my sister, um, she, was in, uh, she was in Chicago at a Mets game. The Mets and the Cubs were playing and she was drunk off her ass from what I understand. And like she was yelling and screaming at Aaron Heilman that he sucks. <laughs> <Well, laughs> really awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, yeah, f- uh, fuck Aaron Heilman. I hate that guy. I hate his guts. If he were here right now,
0: <laughs> <laughs> him, Daniel Murphy, those those two. Oh, I- Daniel
2: Murphy, I w- I you know what? I would hit Daniel Murphy. You know what? Murphy's. I mean, Murphy just doesn't know how to. He was, he was bad at so many things. As a baseball player, like you wonder to yourself, like, how can you get to the profession? And I know I'm just rambling here, um, <laughs> but I, you wonder, like, how can you as a professional get to that level? Like you're a baseball player, you make it to the major leagues, but you don't know how to field. You don't know how to run the bases like you don't know where to throw the ball to in the outfield. Like you're just you're just not good at anything, but somehow you hit for 300 and you manage to stay in the big leagues like he's the perfect D.H.,
0: you but you know what's yeah. funny about that is he left us and he went to Corey. <laughs>
1: How did he do for y'all, man? <laughs> Same as you would expect. Well didn't <laughs> and didn't he end up I want to say there was a, a he playoff around run around
2: for a little bit because he went to the nationals.
1: That's for what a too. Yeah, I was gonna say I think he had yeah. a stretch with the Nats, a playoff run where he actually showed the fuck up. He
2: I want to I say Murphy went to the he went to the Nationals he went to the Cubs and I think he played for the Rockies too
1: he did maybe it was, maybe it was the Cubs I was thinking of because I thought there was somebody post Mets where he went to after 2015 and he
2: bounced around for a for a little while there I think he I want to say I don't even know where he is right now who cares
1: who cares um, <laughs> who cares
2: <laughs> but yeah Murphy I mean Murphy was one of those guys that like oh he's he's the guy that met fans like that's our guy Like, because he tries real hard and like, we like him, um, but God, he was awful. Like Dennis black and Asian, a friend of ours. Who's also a Met fan. He thinks that, uh, Jeff McNeil has Murphy tendencies and to some extent he does, but I think McNeil's a better hitter. Yeah. Um, 'Cause McNeil really doesn't have a position. And if he does it's second base, and guess who's playing there? <laughs> <laughs> so they stick him in the outfield and he's got no idea what he's doing. Uh McNeil doesn't know how to run the bases, but McNeil can fucking hit, you know?
1: Yeah. So can Pete Alonzo. Uh yeah,
2: uh Pete Alonso had a rough year this year, but I mean he still hit like what, fifteen bombs. He just didn't hit for a very high average, which is disheartening because but i mean maybe he just had a rough stretch i mean who knows man they only played two months right know, right?
1: right yeah you which know? is not a microcosm of baseball yeah i mean
2: it's it's what a third of the season
1: right right if any you know? sport cannot do a two-month season it's baseball it was just fucking weird it felt off the entire time yeah,
2: that's why guys were hitting like oh this dude at what one point there was a couple guys hitting like four 430 yeah yeah, yeah. charlie blackman I mean, was one of them I don't know if anybody stayed that high. I don't. I didn't see where the averages finished out. But, I mean, yeah, dude, it's like at the beginning of the year when, like, oh, man, this guy's hitting 513. Like, yeah, because he's had, he's had 18 at-bats. You yeah. know right. what I'm saying? Like, you've got to run that out over 600 ABs and see what happens.
0: Right. You I, know? to take it back to to jerseys, I always wanted a uh, number zero Ray Ardonias. I was really high on yeah. Ardonias because he dude. he was there right as Reyes came up.
2: Dude, if, uh, yeah, yeah, he was around that time. If if Ordonez could hit,
0: yeah, he, yeah, he was he, he was, was a dud. He was a he dud just, at the plate.
2: He just couldn't hit. Like it was like having two, p- two, uh, two pitchers hit. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
2: it was because he would bat eight. He would then bat the eight. Would bat ninth. He'd be like, "Well, this inning's over." I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. could not hit to save his life. But man, he was a slick fielded dude. Um, he was a damn good ball player, man. But man, that motherfucker could not hit. But I mean, at that time though, the Mets had enough dudes around him. Because if I was going to get like a sleeper Met jersey, it'd be John Olerud.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Oh shit. Yeah, dude. Olerud John number five Olerud was a
2: beast for us that year. What in uh, two thousand? He was so good. Yeah, that was two thousand. I mean, God, he was good. That he infield was a professional hitter. He's gonna go. Because I mean, what we had Olerud, um, Ventura, Alfonso. Um, Edgardo Alfonso who's mm-hmm. another guy. Number thirteen. That's where you had Ordóñez out there, and yep. then they had like what Daryl Boston in the
0: out. Like that team was <laughs> not good. But man, <laughs> that infield Bobby, though.
2: Bobby Valentine made it work.
0: Coached him up. He coached him up, and they got there. You know, I always you know? liked Piazza's backup was Pratt too. I always liked Todd yeah, Pratt. We that's lost right. He had
2: a. But I mean, he had a big home run in the playoffs that year against the Diamondbacks.
0: Yep. Yeah. Number yeah, he, number seven. Yeah,
2: so I mean, like that's the thing, man. Like the Mets are just. You know, I couldn't even name the outfielders of that team that was in the two thousand World Series. Like, oh, I want to say Daryl Boston was there, and Betty Agbayani was right. another one. I couldn't McKewen. tell you who played center field. God, I have no fucking idea. Um, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, they were not a good ball team, but like they managed to figure it out and make it do a World Series, and then they break your heart.
0: <laughs> we didn't <laughs> still have Hal McCray at that point, did we? No, no, and it's Brian
2: McCray. Hal McCray's his dad.
0: Oh my bad. I got my Funny McC- McCrays.
2: Funny uh, story. I was at um, I was at Shea Stadium. A friend of mine and I, uh, uh, he's a Cubs fan. We took a week one year. I think it was in '99 because um, yeah, it was '99. Um, we took a week of our lives and we drove from Norfolk, Virginia, to Baltimore. And in Baltimore, we saw the Mets and the Orioles play. And then we drove. This was a Sunday. And then Sunday into Monday, we drove to Chicago. And we saw the Cubs and the Pirates play uh, at Wrigley. And that, that game was on a Tuesday. And then we drove from Chicago to New York and saw the Mets play the Cubs in, uh, at Shea Stadium. And it was merengue night. And <laughs> they, gave, they gave, I swear to God, they gave, the place was fucking nuts. They gave Sammy Sosa an award um, that night for being like a you know Latin hero or whatever. And then um, Saturday we saw, the Indians and the um, Yankees play. And the Yankees beat the Indians like 22 to four. It was crazy. Um, And this is at the old Yankee stadium. And then we drove home. So we spent in a week, we drove over like 2000 miles watching ball games. It was the greatest and best week of my life. But yeah, we got to Shea stadium really, really early. And um, Brad is a Cubs fan and the Mets got uh, Brian McCray from the Cubs. We traded Lance Johnson from him, the hit dog, number one. He played Lance center field Johnson. for us for a hot minute. He was a damn good ball player. Yeah, he was. Um, so we had Lance Johnson. We traded Brian McCray for him, and we're waiting outside to get in because Brad and I would like to get in. We'd like to get a scorecards. We'd like to watch batting practice. We'd like to do all that stuff because we're just two old guys who would go to baseball games together. Um, so we're hanging out, and Brian McCray comes walking up to the stadium. Um, he's walking in the player's uh, entrance, and Brad and I both turned our backs on him because he was awful. <laughs> both of us, we both had gripes against that guy. We're like, and we just turned the other way, like we have nothing to say to you, you bum.
0: <laughs> Bob, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through this. This this is the 2000 Mets roster. This these were the outfielders. So th- these were the Daryl
2: Boston was one of them.
0: Here here we go. Right? We got Benny Agbiani, number f- uh, number, 50. number fifty. I believe he was right field. Der- got
2: married at Harbor Park, Benny Agbiani. Oh, oh I shit!
0: Yeah, Makes gosh. sense because he was a tide. Derek Bell. I forgot- oh, that's
2: right, Derek Bell. I
0: forgot we had Derek Bell.
2: He played right field.
0: Yeah, Daryl Hamilton. Uh, God,
2: what a bunch of bums!
0: <laughs> <laughs> this was Ricky. Ricky Henderson was yeah. on that squad. That's right, Ricky
3: Henderson was on that team. That's
2: right. I totally forgot. that.
0: <laughs> Mike Kincaid which I don't think he didn't play a bunch Joe McEwen number 47 super Joe uh Ryan McGuire I don't think he saw much much time John Nunnally again not much time Jay Payton was our center fielder (laughs) that's
2: right Jay number 44 Jay Payton yeah because we had it was what I think in 90 and then uh, uh uh what was his name played for the Orioles for a while um Number six. Timo uh, Perez.
0: That's who I was gonna say next. Timo Perez. Who? Timo Perez. There was another guy though, because Timo Perez was one year,
2: and then the next year we had another young outfielder who really played well in the playoffs, and I can't think of his name. Um he played for the Orioles. Uh we traded him to Baltimore. I think we traded him for Mike Bordick because we needed a shortstop because we're doing his
3: How
2: do I just know all this stuff? <laughs> um, what was this? No, it wasn't Timo Perez. It was ah shit, I can picture him in my because Timo Perez played for the White Sox for a stretch. Yeah, and, uh, and the me- Tigers uh, too. Was it? was it Mejia? It was something like that, though. And I got to look this up. Number six.
0: S- n- another number six that we had in uh, the infield was Melvin Mora.
2: That's who it was, Melvin Mora. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Melvin Mora. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just to round it out, because this name threw me for a loop, I forgot about him. <laughs> Big old Bubba Trammell. Oh
2: yeah, that's right. We had Bubba Trammell for a hot minute.
0: And then Jason Tyner. Pat yeah, Mahomes. that's right, I, mean, I
2: forgot. But think about that outfield. Jay Bell, uh, 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 Payton, and, and ben- Benny Agbayani is your starting that's outfield. That's the outfield. It's like, what a bunch of clowns. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, we had a really good infield because we had Ola Rude, we had Ordonez, we had Ventura, or Ortiz, um, Ordonez, and Piazza behind the plate. But that's the thing, man. I mean, like. We had, enough, we had enough good hitters to cover up for the clowns we had playing in the outfield.
0: Mm-hmm. I forgot we had yeah, Lenny what? Harris on that team, too. We had who? Big old Lenny Harris, number 19. Yeah.
2: Lenny Harris was a great pinch hitter, man. Yeah, man. I think he's dead. Think he's dead.
0: Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I think
2: Lenny Harris is dead, God rest his soul.
0: He's best known. Okay. I'm not going to his page, then. I'm not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up. You know, I want to say he died.
0: You know who else was on that squad? I love this man. Yep. Freaking Al Leiter yeah, was dude. on that squad. Oh, dude,
2: Leiter was a beast.
0: I loved him. Like, because he wasn't, like, lights out or nothing, but he just, he came and he worked hard. Yep.
3: No,
2: Al Leiter, I mean, that game in 99 against the Reds where they were wearing that black jersey that I didn't care for. He pitched a two-hit shutout. Like, he dominated Cincinnati. That game that we lost, uh, the final game of the World Series that year, Game 5, Al Leiter threw like 157 pitches. Like, he was just a monster. <laughs> he like, was that a, dude was so good. He
0: was a workhorse.
2: Yeah, I loved Al Leiter. But he was a lefty who threw that cutter that yeah. people, that you just couldn't get to.
0: Looking at the rest of this this. Uh, clowns. P- I mean, <laughs> th- this they're was just clowns. Mike yeah, we picked Holy up Mike shit. Hampton. Who... Yeah,
2: Mike Hampton had a good run with us though, and then we then he left because he wanted his family to have a, a good school system and stuff, and then he moved to Colorado, and then Columbine happened. Yeah, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we had both Bobby Jones. Bobby
2: Joe. We had black Bobby Jones and white Bobby. Jones. <laughs> and, Neither yeah. one of them could pin. <laughs> yeah, really.
0: And we had Turk Wendell.
2: Pat so Mahomes' was dad team, was on Reed. this team. Rick Reed was. Rick yeah, Reed dude. Was Rick nice. Reed.
0: Yeah, dude. He was. I remember him, like surprising me because I yeah. kept I kept thinking he was going to be a gas can guy, but he nah, come out. Rick and- Reed was
2: nice. He he crossed the picket lines like that was his story like. He was a guy who crossed the picket lines and nobody would pick him up. He was like a poor, poor man's t- uh, uh, Mike Maddox—not uh, Mike Maddox, Greg Maddox. Excuse me, Mike Maddox is his brother. But yeah, he was—he was real spotty with his location. Like he could hit like dimes, but man, yeah, Rick Reed was good, man. But yeah, that team—that that 2000 team had no
3: business being on the
0: list. None, they none. Were
3: just
2: a bunch of dudes. And like even in '99, we were just a bunch of dudes. Like we, because like what Todd Zeal was on the team. Like we had a yeah. bunch of clowns. It was just Piazza and Bobby Valentine like doing work.
0: No, and I mean, traditionally, like, I think about most of my life <laughs> as a Mets fan, they've been the clowns of the league. Like, they've just yeah. been, you know, dudes.
2: Always, the Mets have always had good pitching, though.
0: Yeah. Like the yes. Mets,
2: they always have had, like, at least one or two guys that are, like, R.A. Dickey when he was a side. Yeah. And dude. I mean like they always kind but of that's find what they, do. A way, they always find a way to pitch, but I think that plays to Shea Stadium. Shea Stadium wasn't necessarily a hitter's ballpark, it was a pitcher's park. Same thing with City field at first. Now the balls are just so juiced everybody be hitting bombs. But like I sound like the oldest guy in the world. But yeah, um, but the I mean Tom Seaver, Jerry Kuzman, Dwight Gooden, David Cohn, that'd be a sweet jersey. That number seventeen David Cohn jersey. Oh man David Cohn was unbelievable even though he was a weirdo
0: we we dealt him (laughs) off and i remember this we got jeff kent and ryan thompson in that trade Uh, from uh, the jays because for whatever do yourself
2: a favor if you're a if you're a mets fan um there is a book called and the bad guys won okay it's all about the 1986 new york mets like i know that they espn did that thing the last dance show Mm -hmm. about the bulls if you want to have a good fucking time and you want to see some entertaining shit, do an ESPN show about that 86-bet team. They were out of their fucking box. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. They would fight every—they had three fights that year. I was at one of those fights, too, uh, because I went when I was a kid. Um, Gary Carter hit two home runs that game, and the pitcher plunked um, uh, Darryl Strawberry afterwards. That was in the days where, like, if a guy hit a home run, you just be in the next guy. Like, that was how (laughs) baseball used to be. And so like there was a fight that game, they fought the Reds. Like it was awesome. That was a great baseball team. Like Keith Hernandez was only on the team because like he was a cokehead and Whitey <laughs> Whitey Herzog didn't want him on the Reds. Like it's a true story. I'm not making any of this stuff up. <laughs> 86 Mets. Yeah, the 86 Mets were like crazy. And a lot of people, a lot of people in the media, and like there's whispers and stuff about that, that like because keith hernandez was the team captain that he didn't step in when he saw dwight Gooden and daryl strawberry kind of spiraling out of control which is a really interesting way to kind of look at it because like these guys are just dumb kids in the biggest city in the world being the most famous dudes on the planet yeah you know and they were getting into some bad habits and like nobody was really there to pull the nose up for them so that's You know, it's an interesting story, man. It's called If the Bad Guys Won. It's a book about the 86 Mets. It's fucking crazy. Like, all the guys made fun of Gary Carter um, because he was more like the media guy who was out front, who was, like, kind of, you know, doing it for all the right reasons and shit. But it's a really good read.
1: Well, I know what I want to read now. Right, I will check it out. So it's
2: a really good book, man. I'm telling
0: you. All right, so we'll, we'll set up, like, a nice little fan profile here in a minute. But, like... One thing, so Corey and I, we, we discuss teams all the time, and a lot that comes up is hate. And I think baseball is the only sport where I truly have any, like, real deep-seated hatred for any teams. Who would you say the Mets' greatest rivals are? And who do you hate the most?
2: Oh, I mean, the list of teams I hate is I'm almost infinite. My, <laughs> my children are surprised about the amount I hate them too. Um man i hate the atlanta braves god
0: yep. number one with a bullet yep uh, i hate chipper jones more than any human being on the face
3: <laughs>
2: of the earth <laughs> i probably hate chipper jones more than i hate daniel murphy mm. saying something. and it says um, a lot i hate the i hate the phillies
3: yeah <laughs> Yep.
2: But the phillies thing is just from that whole 2007 2008 thing because for the longest time the phillies and the mets were never really good at the same time yeah right it was a weird thing like there was never really a rivalry that they were very close in proximity but they were just both never really good at the same time except for those two years yep um so i really don't like the phillies i fucking hate the nationals yes yes like they're just the
0: worst um they stole the expos uh, excuse me they stole the expos from us
2: yeah. I mean, and they took the, uh, the Walgreens W. Yes. <laughs> like, get a, Thieves. Get a real logo. <laughs> um, I don't like the Pittsburgh pirates because back in the day when it was two divisions, the pirates were always kind of around and beating us around for a bit. Um, I don't like the St. Louis Cardinals oh, God. very the much, for the, very much for the same reason. Then also all the stuff in 2006. Um, Let's see. I don't like. I don't like the Yankees, of course, because they're just dicks. Yeah. Um. Probably the sleeper team that I hate more than any <clears throat> would probably be the Dodgers.
1: Oh God, I hate the yes, Dodgers. Same big I, time. I hate,
2: I hate the Dodgers. Uh, I hate the Dodgers because of what happened in '88 with Oral Hershiser, and we should have. I mean, we should have won that. See, that should. We should have won the NLCS, but we ran into Oral Hershiser, who smoked us. And they've been good every year since the billionaires took over. And that should yep. be us, Justin. That should be us, <laughs> Corey. That should be us. We shouldn't have poor poor owners.
1: Yeah, really. I would rather, um, look, I'll be honest, just from being, I'd, I'd rather the Mets be what the Dodgers are than the Dodgers. The Dodgers can just piss up a rope. I'm tired of seeing them fucking in the NLCS every year in the World Series. I'm I'm over them.
2: Yeah, I mean, but they have, I mean, they're a good organization. Like, yeah, I mean, I just, I, and they, and if you're talking like baseball jerseys, top
0: yeah.
1: three. Oh, yeah, they are. The Absolutely. Dodgers, are.
2: I mean, they're unbelievable. The Dodgers jerseys are so good. And Chavez Ravine is like, it's one of the most magical places in the world to see a baseball game. Like, Had... I know people talk about Fenway and, 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 and Wrigley. Wrigley and all this stuff, but. Chavez Ravine is, I mean, like magical. I mean, it's in the, it's like in a mountain and it's in LA where it's like 65 degrees and it's perfect, <laughs> you know? Like it's the – oh, man, I went to a Dodger game and it was wonderful. Like it was heaven.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and there's something about it because I got to – so actually I, I've only gone to two Mets games. Once I actually got went up to Montreal to see them play the Expos, which Ooh. was – Awesome, because we still had Ricky, and I had a friend with me who was taunting Ricky Henderson the entire time. That's Actually, awesome. no, no, no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was the year we had a uh, Col- or Cologne pitched for the for the expos, and he had a bomb off us. We lost like two nil or so- something like that. But uh, two nil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was something stupid like that ba- off a of Bartolo Colon home run. We lost, but uh, <laughs> drove all the way to freaking Montreal for that. Um, but then we saw them play the Expos either the next year, or the year after, ap- or the Nationals rather, uh, the, uh, a few years later. And uh, that was the year that Ricky was was like the first base coach or something. Yeah. And, okay. And my friend is just. <laughs> Taunting Ricky Wearing Henderson, Henderson <laughs> keeps looking over and us like, "I'm like, man, he's he's gonna come over here. And just leave the old man alone." <laughs> like, why
2: would you taunt Ricky Henderson of like, all people? In, he's like top ten players of all time.
0: I mean, because he was, you know, again, I I get I that's give just Ricky an, being Ricky. That's just Ricky being Ricky. Like, I mean, he <laughs> could hit, he could he could run, he could steal bases, he could yeah, field, man. Like Ricky what Henderson, else you
2: want? I mean, like he's top ten
0: do it gotta be when he was with the mets he could still play like yeah he's yeah
2: that was yeah it was weird man ricky henderson is he was like a thousand years old
0: but uh yeah like that's where where my hatred for the nationals really came in because first of all it's a shit ballpark
2: (laughs) (laughs) Their their new stadium is okay it's 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 average um but it's okay and, but yeah, that this is when they played at RFK. That was the worst.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. And they oh, yeah. have awful uniforms. Yes. And they stole the Expos. Yep. And then I, I saw them beat the Mets. And it's like, okay, so that's three strikes. You're out. <laughs> I
2: remember um, I was at the Montre... I was, I was called the Expos. I was at the Nationals game when they rolled out their mascot, right? And like the mat, like I was wearing my Mets jersey, and it was like the first year the Nationals were a thing. And like this guy was booing me, and I was like, fuck you, old man. Like, I've been a Mets fan longer than you've had a team. Like, yeah, really. What the fuck are you <laughs> talking to me for? Get out my face. Get out you my know, face with no that crazy world. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on, man. Like, come on. But I mean, they they won the World Series last year, so they're doing something right. Yeah, better than us. I mean, well, I mean, that's the bit of hulkster. <laughs> not hard to
0: do yeah i know that's the league the league is better yeah. than us. so or terrible it's it's awful but i i love sharing in the heartbreak with you friend um so let's let's go through because you mentioned that um are you still a giants fan or if you've fallen off the Man, nfl i don't
2: watch the nfl anymore that shit's all like wife beaters and racists i'm not into
0: that i know they 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 tried this year and i am nah, not... son i I I, <laughs> it's I, late. Have, I
2: I haven't watched the nfl in six years
0: i think Whenever Ray Rice happened, that's when I dumped out. I dumped out the year Ray Rice happened, and I've I've kind
2: a shitty league. Like it's yeah. a shitty league run by shitty people um, who suck more than anything.
0: <laughs> Look, man, <laughs> you're not going to get any argument out of yeah. me. Uh, the it's...
2: NFL, the NFL, as you used to say, is a work.
0: It is. <laughs> <It's so laughs> it is 100 percent a work. Yeah, uh,
2: the NFL is garbage. I mean, like, yeah, I'm. Nah, so I watch. I watch baseball um and then i watched the premier league in
0: england okay so you you never really latched onto a hockey a hockey team i watched the islanders
2: but that was because mike and i were super close at the time and we're still super close but i mean like we lived next door to each other right so i would go to his house and watch islander games then um i kind of didn't have a, a way to watch hockey for a long time so i kind of fell out of it i still enjoy hockey like i still enjoy the hockey playoffs i guess if i had to pick a team I'd probably be an Islander fan because just from they have great jerseys. It's the Mets colors. They have yeah, great jerseys. Right. Yep. Um so yeah, so that would be the the um my hockey team. If I had to pick a baseball team, i would be the Mets, of course. If I had to pick an NBA team, I guess it would be the Knicks, but they're so god awful <laughs> they the relics but they have great jerseys. Oh, they do. They do.
0: They do. And yeah. again, it's following that same like I I don't understand why there isn't an NFL team with these colors cuz it's a New York thing. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, got, you got the Mets, you got the Isles, and you got the Knicks all rocking like the same colors and they yeah, are the all orange and blue. Yeah.
2: And the Knicks, I mean, the Knicks are so terrible.
0: They're um, awful. And you talk I, about I, bad ownership. And, <laughs>
2: right. and I, I I you know, I would say I would say I'm a Laker fan by any stretch, but I love LeBron James just because he's a good dude yeah yeah you know like say what you want about him jumping around to teams and stuff but that motherfucker built a school for poor kids in cleveland and he's been famous for half his life yeah he's never had any trouble with the law he's never done nothing he's just a good dude like he like when people say why don't these black athletes give their money back to the community lebron james is giving money back to the community like lebron james is top shelf guy in my in my opinion like he,
1: yeah he's he's a wonderful human being 100
2: who happens to be the greatest basketball player in the world right now
0: yeah and i mean you know when all is said and done you know he doesn't have like the flash that jordan or kobe has but he's going to be in that conversation 100 oh, yeah, no,
2: t- he's definitely like two behind jordan i mean you can't fuck with jordan
0: yeah i mean again but
2: jordan's also a garbage human thing, so, <laughs> right right i mean yeah you know uh, so i guess Le- in my opinion lebron would be number one because he's not a garbage person
0: right so then you know Corey's not a soccer guy so we may have to have you back whenever we start diving into soccer you're manchester
2: a- city have the best jerseys have the best kits in the premier league son do yourself a favor they went crazy this year. The Man City third jersey is fucking Paisley.
1: <laughs> are those the ones we looked at? Before?
0: No, that was the Man U ones oh that we looked God. at. Yeah, Man what United jerseys, jerseys
1: are garbage. They're Fuck. red. they got a big Chevy thing on them. They're stupid.
0: Yeah,
2: Man United sucks. How all dare the, you, sir? All the hate that I have for like American sports and those franchises has gone. Oh, it's migrated across the pond to England. I hate so many Premier League teams. It's amazing. But like... <laughs> Yeah, um, Manchester City, they have the sky blue. It's like a baby blue mm-hmm. with white. Um, but this year they have like a mosaic thing going on on their home kits because like, I guess there's a big like history of mosaic art in Manchester, which is kind of cool. And then they have this like black and copper jersey as their away kit because it kind of plays into like some of the copper architecture and like the the bridge fixtures and all that shit. But then their third kit is like this weird like sky blue Pink paisley thing that sounds awful, like when you think yeah, of paisley, that on paper. but it is the fucking dopest thing you've ever seen in your whole life. I think life. I'm looking it's, at it, it's paisley.
1: <laughs> Fredo like it that, it plays into like the, the
2: Manchester <laughs> rock scene and like of like a okay. psychedelic. 60s I get you, shit. it is so fresh. I love like will...
0: it, it's, it's, it's great. I'll say this because we're looking at it now. It is infinitely better than Man U's third kit. Man U's third kit can get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah no, like, it's definitely it's better than that. It's it is the worst thing I've ever seen. I think, but yeah, yeah. like
2: the, that Paisley kit is just so dope. It looks like, good. Man, it's ah, uh, because it's it's. I mean, name another sports franchise in the world that has a Paisley jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you know and, what I'm saying? Like it does such it well. Fra- it's such a smooth idea, and it looks cool. I yeah, man, I couldn't be happier being a Manchester City supporter. We have great
0: kits. But at least it's it's not heartbreak after heartbreak like being a Mets fan.
2: <laughs> no, it's not nothing will ever. Kind of. I guess before city got rich and before I started watching they, they were not. They used to have typical city. but like when I started watching uh, football, Dennis explained to me, he's like, you should be a Manchester City fan. And I was like, why? He said, because they're like the Mets. They have all this money. They spend all this money, but they buy the wrong players and they always find a way to fuck up. And I was like, that sounds like the Mets to me, <laughs> but things went the other way where like they kind of, they figured it out and then they, they became a dominant, uh, uh, club in England. So it's been pretty cool. It's been all it's been all smooth sailing being a city supporter, but the Mets, it's like, God, it's the worst. Uh, it's terrible. Like, there are times where I'll tweet at Man City and I'll just say, Hey, you guys should buy a baseball team. That would be cool to be owned by a state, you know, an Arab state where we can
0: <laughs> do whatever the fuck we wanted to. So, last thing before we let you go uh, yes. do you remember a couple years ago when you started a Kickstarter to buy the Mets?
3: Yes. Oh shit! That was a great idea.
0: I mean, it got shut down, but didn't you get a a pretty high amount of money before they shut you down?
2: I mean, like, I mean, it was one of those things where I think the goal was, I wanted twenty-five million, but you couldn't get that high. Oh, Uh, actually, no, I wanted two hundred and fifty million, but I think the highest I can get was like five million. It was the reason why I did it was because I got fired from the radio show. Right. Um. And I was launching a podcast network where we were going to have various programs. And I was thinking about doing a MET show, but we had the Boneyard and Tours versus Zombies and all that shit. Um, where I still do Dork Trek, believe it or not. Nine years later, still doing Dork Trek. Still alive. Um, so it was kind of a way in the early days of the internet to try to get myself some publicity for, uh, for the podcast network
0: ah uh, okay well, so
2: i thought like this would be a really sneaky idea and i think in 2020 it might have worked yeah really in, in 2011 <laughs> the internet was it was like much like michael j fox and back to the future you guys aren't ready for that <laughs> kids are gonna love it <laughs> right uh, so so yeah so i made this video where it was me reading my comic where my Mets jersey and the dogs day mookie and Shay, and i tried to buy the mets and i think i think i had like fifty thousand dollars in like the first like three hours but then you know kickstarter shut me down yeah but yeah that was strictly just a publicity stunt mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where i'm not going kickstarter only collects the money if you to achieve your goal right i wasn't going to do that so you know who cares i pledged ten thousand dollars i'm not going to need the ten thousand dollars it doesn't mean anything it's all it's a monopoly
0: yeah okay
2: it was just a publicity stunt it was fun
0: hey it worked it's right it still sits on my brain so
2: yeah uh but yeah it was one of those things that i think you know if you tried that again in 2020 might be a bit more successful i think the internet is is hot to stuff like that you know
0: yep well friend Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for commiserating hey. as a Mets fan with me.
2: Of course, and, and you know, man, and I will say the Phillies have sweet jerseys.
1: Yeah, they They do. I, I, there's not a lot that we have that I don't like. I wish we'd yeah. go back to the baby blue and burgundies or the powder blue and burgundies, but I don't hate the current creams either. Um, I, I prefer the old school Mike Schmidt era. You know what? It's, logo. Funny. it's
2: funny that you say that. Do yourself a favor and look up. There's a team here. Uh, It's like a frontier league team. So they're like not affiliated with anybody. They're called the Florence y'alls, the Florence Y apostrophe A L L S. And the Florence y'alls jerseys look just like the old school Philly jerseys.
1: Dude, (laughs) we just pulled them up.
2: It's really cool. They're called because they used to be called the Florence freedom. And that's a real, that was a real dumb. Is
1: this, is this Florence, Kentucky? Yes. Holy shit. Okay. I was just yeah. there for Thanksgiving of last year.
2: Yeah. Florence, Kentucky is basically right outside of Cincinnati. It's like yep. 35 minutes away. yep uh, But they had they had the Florence Freedom, which was real dumb and stupid. And like they had a – the logo was like an eagle. But then uh, they – I guess they had new ownership and they changed it to the y'alls because um, – there is a water tower outside of a mall here in florence that says florence y'all yes
1: it. i remember um, that yeah
2: yep. because they, they originally wanted it to say florence mall but i guess the the state came in and said you can't do that because it's an advertisement they can't be that big so they changed it to the y'alls it's i florence y'all so that now is there's a baseball team
1: that is fucking amazing i never would have guessed when i saw that yeah. damn water tower that it was it would end up being a, a baseball team. I just saw it and went, huh, it's funny because of the South, you it's know what really I mean? Cool.
2: It's a really cool look. You should check that out there. The Florence, y'all. Yeah, we I like got it
1: pulled up now. I'm going to, I, I'm going to save that for, for a reference later. Gear wise,
2: yeah. <laughs> the Phillies, the Phillies have cool jerseys. And I got to say, um, I was telling my sister this, if I wasn't a Mets fan, I would be an Orioles fan because the Orioles have sweet, oh, sweet,
1: yes, sweet they jerseys. Do. They yes, really they do. do.
0: I mean, you can't fuck
2: with that Orioles jersey. You can't. It's
0: fresh. It is top fucking of the line. That is so that Mar- solid. That
2: Maryland patch on the sleeve, yeah,
0: is yep. choice.
2: That's a good looking. That's a good looking jersey. And it you- can go goofy. With like the the cartoon bird on it, which is real cool. They can go kind of classy with the cursive O. Yeah. Like, and it's and it's cool because it's not racist or anything with yes, anybody. Right. So like it's just a bird, which is always nice, you know? And how yep. do you
0: go wrong with orange and black? Like it's yeah, – exactly. You can't. And yeah, it's, it's just can't, top it's of the line. It's a
2: great look, man. Yeah, I love the Orioles jerseys. Really, t- really tight.
0: Well, friend, we'll let you go here. I love you. Thank you so much for giving us so much of your time. And, of course, uh, man. Of course. Let's catch up again soon.
2: Yeah, dude. Again, if you ever need anybody, if you're gonna do Wrestle Pals again, I'll help you out.
0: I will get uh, eventually. I'll get the show back up and running.
2: I watch. I watch way too much. Are you watching the G one?
0: I'm not watching Jack, man. I'm. I watch WWE basically out of, you know, habit. Yeah, like I mean, I I'm enjoying. There's stuff happening that I enjoy on it, but like I'm just right now, wrestling isn't doing it for me at all. Period. None of it. I mean, it is what it is.
2: You're not watching. You're not watching AEW.
0: No, that's a whole thing. Like. (laughs) We probably yeah, don't so want to so. get into this. <laughs> you're,
2: but you're not watching like uh, new Japan either.
0: No, I was just you know I don't I don't go out of my way to really watch anything right now like anything at all. Like That's cool. That's honestly what brings me the most joy is stuff like this, talking to my friends right. about uniforms. Have sad, you have a sad <laughs> sad life. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, what does that say about me? But okay. So so much. Yes, it does. I love you, friend. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Appreciate it, Bob. Yeah,
2: Cor- Corey, it was nice meeting you, Justin. It's always a pleasure, friend. You
0: too, brother. Bye, dude. Later, dudes. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob France. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit, the, hit, hit the X. <laughs> Here, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Very funny. That was a blast, dude. Well, it, you know, he went a different route too, because um, we had the uh, we had um, Mike came on with like the gear. Yes, but Bob is a Mets fan, right? So he understands.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and ju- I mean, I I was I'm not sure how many Mets fans you've come across in your
1: life that have that it's funny because there's not now that you mention it the only mets fan that i have ever seen in mets gear is you well wearing wearing the number 14 yes oddly enough but it is it is like that and yeah and that's
0: the only way a mets show could go is well, it,
1: griping about our history it, it was entertaining as hell man and, it, and i and i think i think you have a tendency as a as a as a sports fan to go oh, god damn it we missed the play because i i thought for sure when this this baseball season began and it's like okay two months sprint 60 games eight teams in the quote unquote playoffs from al and nl i don't know man maybe it was douchebag entitlement from bryce harper and just all the whatever <laughs> i'm like man we got to be one of the eight teams I like we'll we'll be good we'll be there yeah and then we weren't and i was like well, fuck. <laughs> like, how? You know, yeah, like, okay, the Flyers are already, that dream ended. You know, the birds suck, so, okay. And it was like this weird moment of like, well, we're, we should be here. Like, why am I being indignant, man? <laughs> I'm a Phillies fan, you know yeah. what I mean? And it, it, it it's that reminder, though, that it's like, man, like, and not just in sports, but in general. Like, man, somebody's got it worse than you nine times out of ten. Except unless you're a Mets fan. And then what's funny is we touched on the Knicks, too. Yeah. Which if you were to go like Mount Rushmore depressing fan bases, those are two of them. Yeah. Mets, Knicks. I think you got to go Browns, too. Or maybe you go Lions. I don't know. I don't know. We're going too far down a rabbit hole now, yes, but yeah, which it, we was, do. it was. It was goddamn. It was fun, dude. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed the the commiserating on being Mets fans with Bob France, uh, which you can check out his comics. Um, follow him on the Twitter at bfrance19 and uh, hook yourself up with some comics. Boom! Yeah, read, kids, read. You should do that. And um, you know, if you like us. Hopefully you do. At at this point, you've gotten through this far, right? You, you wanna give us a follow on the Twitter at Gear Freaks Pod. We're also on Instagram, same at Gear Freaks Pod. Boom. Um, we still haven't come up with our our rating system. We will eventually. I
1: was, we will. I will think. I was thinking about that earlier today, and I'm like, okay, well, we're not. I knew we weren't going to be using it today. So the gears, the gears are a turning though. Turkey foot is probably number one. It's, is, it's is a one. It's, <laughs> so. it's hard to make that unless you can go below one. And then maybe that should be turkey foot and we come up with another one for one. Okay. But the turkey foot Hokies, my God, that's... Awful. Just awful. Why? Why <laughs> did that ever happen? Damn it.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can subscribe, rate, comment, all that stuff to Gear Freaks on all the podcast platforms, but the best way to help us is to tell somebody. Yes. Tell somebody you enjoy the show, share the link, and you know what? Here's what you do. You copy the link. You get in them DMs. And you paste the link there, and you say, "Hey, look! I found this show just for you." Word
1: of mouth, and it and it does so much for us. It does,
0: and we can do more commiserating
1: like today's show. And you can get in the Discord with us. Yes.
0: Oh God, which is please do. (laughs) (laughs) There's a god awful. Tampa Ray hat and a Tampa Bay Rays hat in there. There right is, now. there is, and that's why Which Joe I went
1: to bat for. <laughs> I, he did. It was weird. It was weird. I love you, Joe. I know, right. We'll have him but on soon. That is a tough one to defend. I think that's why you gagged just there because you thought about that hat. <laughs> yes, briefly for a second, and just it's it's why you can't, you cannot do that with the current gear. You yeah, can't. dude. Like after you remove the devils from the name because yeah. it's offensive, apparently. <laughs> let's just everything else needs to be retired yeah just pre let's not do that yeah from the McGriff Boggs Canseco era like (laughs) let's just let's just what a a squad that was leave it all alone leave it all there yeah there's a reason the bodies are buried there I feel like (laughs) let's keep it that
0: way but uh, as usual we commiserated and uh, we will talk to you guys next week
1: suckers